Here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. You can join us on radio by streaming across the Internet, LarryKudlowShow.com, LarryKudlowShow.com. It'll run everywhere around the country, throughout the globe, and the solar system, including the Milky Way. Incidentally, uh, during the week on television, Fox Business Network, the name of the show is Kudlow, 4 to 5 p.m. Every day, Monday through Friday. If you can't get there at 4, just text your favorite nine-year-old and she will show you how to DVR the show where you will see the great John Carney, Breitbart News Editor of Economics and Finance and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest, a must-read. So, John, I'm reading you why the Fed lost control of the economy last year. Uh, It was a stronger year than anybody thought, uh, including myself. Um, 3.1%, I give the Bidens their due. They're jumping on tables. I mean, if you had a 30% approval rating in the polls, you'd be thrilled too if you had 3% growth for a couple of quarters. I will say a lot of this was government spending and borrowing and debt finance, but whatever. Why did the Fed lose control of the economy and everybody thought there was going to be a recession? Yeah, I mean, we talked about this a year ago. The Fed was projecting 0.5% growth for the full year. So we had more than six times as much growth as the Fed thought it would have, <laughs> we would have, which yeah. is kind of mind-blowing. Um, what, what really happened, and by the way, it wasn't because the Fed didn't raise interest rates as much as they thought they were going to. They raised them more than they mm. thought they were going to. When you look at the projection, they thought they'd end the year at like 5.1% Fed funds rate, and we're at, you know, and 5.4. Uh, so this is a this was a, you know, mind-blowing year. What really seemed to have happened is that the higher interest rates did not restrict business activity. It didn't weigh on hiring very much, and businesses kept growing kept uh, economic activity kept on at a much higher level than people thought was possible with these higher interest rates. So that tells me that the economy actually can withstand a higher level of interest rates that we may actually be in an environment that requires higher level of interest rates than a lot of people think. You know, I was just wondering, uh, characteristic of uh, a Fed tightening, with a recession impact on the economy, John, is a, 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 some kind of financial blow up, you know, yeah. savings and loans or mortgage backed securities. Now, we had a sort of mini blow up last March, right, with Silicon Valley Bank and Republic National. But the Fed came in and did a quick bailout. I call it a mini bailout. It was about $140 billion. But, John, you know, nowadays, uh, these banks, get interest on the reserves parked at the Federal Reserve. I wonder, you know, and that's paying over 5%, and I wonder whether that doesn't cushion the entire banking system from the kind of crises and blow-ups that we've seen in the past leading to recessions. I think that's right. When the Fed raises interest rates, they, the banks lose money in a mark-to-market basis on their bond holdings. And they get in trouble if they have to sell any of those right away. But they're earning a lot of income just from their reserves parked at the Fed. When the Fed raises the Fed funds rate, the banks have to pay more to borrow. 
but they are also getting paid that money on their reserves. And mm. that, I do think, cushions a lot of the blow. I do think that the blow up and bailout that we had back last spring probably is another factor of why growth was so strong. Remember the third quarter, which was, you know, followed that big blow up and then the bailout was so strong, 4.9% growth. I think some of that had to do with the fact that banks said, okay, right, we don't have to, you know, close our lending doors, even though there may be some trouble with our uh, asset base, because we know the Fed's there for us. And the banks, not just those troubled banks, Remember, the, the Fed opened up a huge facility where you could go and borrow, and banks did, much cheaper than, than they could under the Fed funds rate. Yeah, that's right. No, they were borrowing cheap and then putting the money in as bank reserves and getting a higher interest rate on it. So that's one thing. Uh, it's a resilient economy. I mean, maybe it's an AI economy. Maybe it's a information technology slash AI slash productivity economy. That's what Kevin Hassett was saying on the TV show Thursday. I think there's a lot to that. I think we've had a, a lot of pro-productivity innovations. People can you know, work later because they're working from home. Mm. Uh, that adds to you know, the ability of the economy to produce. Frankly, the unemployment rate has been so low that it has encouraged consumers to be able to keep spending. So yes, as you said, there is a large role. We, we ran a very large deficit uh, our friend Joe Lavornia has often pointed out how much excess spending the government has done over the last few years. That's helping fuel it. But but it wouldn't be this strong without, frankly, consumers being willing to spend money. And the key to that has been keeping the unemployment rate very low. And the Fed didn't think that was going to happen, by the way. If you look at the Fed's projections from a year ago, they thought the unemployment rate was going up to 4.5%. Instead, we've never really gone. We've never gone above four percent. What does this mean for the outlook for their Fed funds rate? I think that they that they are over. They they think they can bring it down faster than they can. Uh, if we are growing three point three percent, you this far into the Fed hiking cycle, then those you know everybody talks about lagged effects from monetary policy. Those lagged effects should have been kicking in already. That's why people thought we were going to have a recession. It's why people were projecting that we were going to grow 1.5 to 2% in the fourth quarter. So what we're seeing is that the economy can, can withstand a higher interest rate, which means that if you start to cut the interest rate, you risk reigniting inflation. And I think they're going to discover that pretty quickly and have to back off of, certainly they're not going to do what the market says, which is six or seven cuts. They're going to, they may have to back off of their own projection, which is three cuts. Yeah, whatever their projections are, you should probably expect the opposite. I mean, that's the way it's worked out in recent years. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, inside those numbers, the 3% number for GDP growth, you've got very strong consumer spending, but you have very weak business investment spending. I mean, it's almost like it's too much demand, you know, too many, uh, uh, too much money chasing too few goods. Uh, investment in machinery and equipment has been basically flat over the last year. Um, that's not a good sign. I mean, that go now you've had technology advances, so the information technology area, intellectual property has gone up, so that's good. Um, housing's kind of meandering, maybe slow. 
really off the bottom. But business investment is not doing well, John, and that makes me think too much demand for goods could be raising prices soon. I think that's right. One of the, I mean, remember that businesses were told like we were going to have a recession, right? The Fed's own projection said we're probably going to have a recession. I think that made them hesitant to invest. It'll make them hesitant to invest going mm. forward. But on the other hand, I do think that one of the things we saw was that they didn't pull back as much as the Fed thought. So yeah, mm. business investment has been weakish, but nowhere near as weak as you would have thought with the with as much interest rate increases as we had. And I think the reason for that is the Fed all along has been telling everybody, yes, they're high now, but we're coming back down to 2.5% eventually on the Fed funds rate. That that number used to shift around a lot. It has been basically flat since before the pandemic at 2.5%. They didn't shift the the median projection at all during Mm. the inflationary period. So what businesses were able to do was say, look, okay, maybe it'll cost us a little bit more to borrow right now, but we'll be able to refinance that later at 2.5%. So it's not Mm. a problem. We'll keep going. And I think that's one of the reasons the Fed was wrong about what would happen to the economy last year. All right, John Carney, Breitbart, terrific stuff, John. We appreciate it. We'll see you on the TV show this coming week. Folks, we're going to take a quick break and talk to Senator Kevin Kramer from North Dakota Uh, No more LNG facilities. No increases in liquid natural gas by the Bidens. This is the crazy Green New Deal, and they are making a terrible mistake. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show on 77 WABC. 